everyone. Hi. Hey, family. Hello, guys. I'm just reading what it says. What's up, y'all? Okay, so we decided to go live today because we have a little announcement. Is that recording? It is recording. Um, but I'm going to let Jonathan give the whole introduction and start it off the right way. So we, we actually have decided to start a podcast. Yay! Yay! Why? Well, throughout the years of us uh, just doing life together, you know, um, being married, having children, just doing, you know, doing life, we have had a lot of people ask us, "What makes you guys work? What's the success to marriage? What's the key to staying married? Um, you know, how do you do your finances, your bills, all kind of questions, right?" And we love having these conversations individually, and we wish we could hit everybody one-on-one. So the th- idea came up, well, why don't we just put it out there for everybody to be able to to hear and see? Come on the camera, somebody. Your face is all out. No, you're Sorry. Not. Yeah, come in. Um, the, you know you can't see yourself. Maybe she I'm don't, okay. she don't want to be on the camera, y'all. So she, her being yeah. out of the camera is her way of avoiding <laughs> being live, which was her idea because we are recording on another source while we're live. So anyways, <laughs> I had to put her on blast. So back to what I was saying, why not just uh, put it in a form of, of a podcast so you can go back and listen to it. And while we're recording a podcast, actually be live to answer any questions. So this is the main reason why we wanted to do that, to give a glimpse and to share our life and just give a perspective. Not saying that we have an absolute perspective, but we want to share exactly what our experiences are. And if you guys have any questions, we want to be able to share that as well and dialogue. You know, so that's the whole reason for this. Um, So without further ado. And if this has been years in the making, I remember in 2016, we said we were going to start one, but. I don't know, just not making the time to actually do it. But now we've decided to make the time to do it. So we've named the podcast Love, Life, and Legacy. That's right. And um, we feel as though those three aspects of our life encompasses so much. It encompasses so many topics. And um, I think we're excited. We we are. So just to start off, just a brief background for people that may not know, you know, the story of how we how we became, Um, you know, we've been married for 13 going on 14 years It'll be 14 years, July 14th this year. Uh, We have five beautiful children, four girls, one boy, all by this amazing woman right here, uh, which defeats a stereotype and a stigma. you know, in the black community, I know we're going to talk about later. That's a whole nother conversation, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do glory in that. I mean, I'm not being arrogant. It's just, I love that fact. Um, when we, we have been in each other's lives since we've been teenagers, uh, we've known each other since we've been in middle school, but really didn't start to get to know each other until high school, 10th grade. It all started on a, uh, bus going to a basketball game. When I forgot my headphones, I was 15 and she was 16. 
I was 14 the and you were 15. The story is wrong. No, I, how old? Can we get the age right first? We played JV. Yes, I was And four, we were on a game, so I think we was I going was 14. To, I was 14. I was 14 too. You were 15. Not yet. Okay. Both of us were 14. Yes. I forgot my headphones, and I don't like going on away games without listening to music. So I looked around. Everybody already had their headphones, and I saw Eva. And I said, oh, she looked like a little easy target. <laughs> I said, she looks like an easy target. Uh, let, let me let me ask her. And she was just about to put them on. I said, I hey. was getting ready. She was getting ready. I said, hey, you mind if I hold your headphones? And she looked at him. She said, go ahead. And she gave them to me. Me being the nice I, person that I am. And you took advantage of me. Yeah, yeah I did. She was a target. Because uh, at this time, I'm riding the whole way. We was going listen, somewhere. It was I was silent. trying to learn Ether. Nas had just dropped his response to Jay Z. Oh, geez. And I was trying to learn Ether. And I was trying to get pumped for the game. And she was a dog. And she gave it to me. But with that being said, her willingness to give when she didn't want to resonated with me mm. at a young age. I guess so. It did. And, um,. From there, we just, I guess, start kept talking. Became friends. Became friends. Was best friends first. I had my girlfriends. She had her my boyfriend. boyfriend. And we were still just friends um, until I wanted to become more than that. I knew what I wanted. I saw everything in her, and I wanted to take it further. So I said, hey, let's try this thing out. And I said... Uh, <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> and I'm dead serious. And she said, "Baby, can you come in the camera?" I am in the camera. Not, this is right here. I, I want to see your pretty face. Okay, I'm sorry, but she laughed at me, and I was very serious. And she did not take me serious. And um, you know, I said, "You know, I'm serious, right?" And she said, "Uh, I guess." And I gave her an ultimatum. I said, listen, I like you. I want this to be more than friends to see where we can go. Mm -hmm. But if you don't answer and you don't take it serious, then I'm just going to have to leave and move on. Because I wanted to be more than friends. We had already established a friendship and I wanted more and I didn't have any time or games to play. <laughs> you 15 You ain't got times and games I didn't have time and games Listen I okay. always have known what I wanted And then what happened And I saw it in her And then what happened And This she, is what happens when you give me an ultimatum What happened She said you do what you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> She said you do what you gotta do Hey Sean. What's going on and, and I did what I had to do You did uh, And we just we split for, for a whole six months. For a whole six talk. months, our lockers was like this. My lock was at the bottom. His <laughs> locker was at the top. For six months, ain't been a high, a good morning, a nothing. nothing. I was still cordial, but he wasn't. Nope, because I felt played and disrespected. Because here I am putting myself out there, afraid of not ruining or not wanting to ruin a friendship, being best friends. And I put myself out there, and I was rejected. Men, every all, all the brothers watching, number one thing men hate is rejection, period. Rather you're young or old. And I felt like me being vulnerable and getting slapped in my face at the same time. 
So I did well, what any man did. And but I as a woman, we don't like ultimatums. We don't like be my girlfriend now or I'm going to go. Deuces. The only Amen. reason why I said that is because you did not take me serious. And it's I not think, that I didn't take you serious. Yeah. I was in a relationship at the time. You always going to leave that dude. Okay. And you and I want no, t- no dealings with him. Okay. That's your side. But I still was attached. I still wanted our, me and my boyfriend at the time relationship to work. So I didn't like being in that predicament that you gave me an ultimatum. I knew what you needed. I knew what I wanted. And I think this is a, a part of a spinoff conversation. How much women, how much do women really need to trust a man's judgment if they know that man's intentions are not to cause ill will to them? I think, honestly, that would be another spinoff conversation. Anyways, that's a whole that's a whole nother. So fast forward, we got in a relationship. She graduated a year early. Um, I stayed behind. She went to state. I stayed. I stayed in North Charleston. Mm -hmm. And um and we got pregnant. <laughs> uh, for, first daughter out of high school. I'm coming out of I high school. I was in college because I left early. She was in college because she left early. And um, we decided mutually, instead of running away from our responsibilities, that we were going to man up and woman up and uh, face them head on. And we started a family. Why are you shaking your head for? Because it wasn't that smooth. I know it wasn't that smooth. Do we have to give the entire synopsis? I guess we can save it for another time. We can time. save it for another time, man. Mm-hmm. So we started a family. And we started building, being very inexperienced, not knowing what we were doing. But we were willing to throw ourselves and our necks on the line. And that's exactly what we did. Many bumps and and, and, and lumps and, and mountains and molehills and wrongs and rights divorce uh, uh threatenings the whole it's just a lot we've experienced a lot over the years um but we continue to stick with it and continue to build our family um live life together and focus on legacy and 13 years later um here here we are right now so uh that's the whole you know background uh, just to give you a brief background and um really looking forward to sharing you know a whole lot more uh with you guys you got anything baby no not really i'm i feel the same way as you i'm looking forward to just talking and dialoguing and um having these great conversations with other couples single people or whatever that's a great topic oh and um i'm just ready to have conversations i think we could accomplish a lot by having conversations, I think hearing other people's perspective, people hearing our perspective, like I tried to say in the beginning, um, how long we've been married 13, 13 years. years, we've been married 14 years this July. Um, just over the years, people kept asking us questions and people liked our counseling, how we counsel together. And, um, I, I'm looking forward to it. To one, the first, this is technically. No, it's not the first. This is the introduction. Yeah. Um, we honestly don't know when the first episode is going to be. We're, we have a plan of doing um, an episode a week. But five kids, two full-time jobs. We can make it happen. She's in a doctorate program. I'm always doing something. We're going to attempt very hard to do uh, an episode a week. And this is not... Um, 
uh, the only thing that you're going to be able to watch it or listen on. We actually are developing and working on getting a, f- a format together to put it on all the podcast platforms. So we're actually, that's why we're recording on another um, device. Yeah, mics. Yeah. While we, baby, you know the mic can pick that up. I don't care. <laughs> while we're uh, going live. We have topics that we came up with that we think are interesting but we honestly wanted oh, to hear you. well oh thank you That's thank petty. you appreciate you brother um we honestly wanted to hear uh you guys' opinions of what you think the first topic should be about of course we want to talk gravely about relationship because people just do relationships wrong wrong <laughs> And I'm not, and I'm not saying that ours is an absolute. An Our house. relationship disclosure is not perfect. It's number not. one, no. Don't try to live your relationship by our relationship. No, not um, at all. We just want to share a perspective. That's it. Because what we found out when we talk to people about what should I do, you know, in the relationship, rather it's the guy or the female, it's that the perception that they have of what it takes to be in a relationship. It's just sometimes off, you know, if, uh, simple things like the willingness to share with your partner, <laughs> your life. And when I say life, I'm not just talking about pieces. I'm talking about literally your life. That's why uh, part of our, our name is life, love and legacy. You have to do life with your partner. And you can't just expect for you to give a piece of your life and part of your life and have the expectation for your partner to give all of their life and then get mad when you find out something that they were holding back in reserve when you know that you were holding back the same time. 100% transparency is, is important. And you have to define what it means to share your life, you know. And That's get- true. We didn't grow into that understanding until after a lot of conversations about divorce, (laughs) until after we grew together in our hiccups and going through our infidelity and just going through just our problems that we endured. We understood that we were married, but we didn't do life together until mm, years, what, seven? Seven. A year seven. Year seven. So that was seven years of being married, having good moments, but not doing life together. It was still, um, what word am I looking for? Pretense. So, yeah, pretense is a good word. Yeah. There was still a sense of pretense. There was so it was still an aspect of hiding. I was hiding certain stuff stuff within me. He was hiding certain things within him, and that's just how relationships usually go. When you know. People only shared what they wanted to share. People weren't honest about their flaws, wasn't honest about who they really are on the inside. People weren't honest in their relationships about just merely the things that they thought about, how they wanted to carry out their lives, their expectations of their partners. There were so many unspoken things. And it wasn't until we started to mature in our relationship where we started to, I think, really fall in love with one another. Yeah, yeah. Cause there's levels to love. It's oh my god, and what we're what we're trying to continue to live in and manifest is the agape part of love. 
the the agape level of love. Um, when you know how you say you you've heard people say that uh, a couple is so close that they can finish 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 each other's sentences. Um, that level of love that ain't nothing. Well, I'm just trying to give an example. I know, but to me, you you be around somebody long enough, you can finish their sentence. I'm talking about the type of love that comes with a level of mercy and a level of grace that you can't get somewhere else. Right. I'm talking about a level of love that some people would find my love for Jonathan robbery of God. And when I say that, I mean like this. So you could sing, oh, I'll use a Tasha Cobb song. You can sing a Tasha Cobb song to God. Do you make me happy? I can sing that to my husband and mean every word. You know, you could, you could, the song, um, What's another gospel song? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know why you're talking about gospel songs. Because song. you said the word agape love, and a lot of people have Christian background, and when they think of agape love, they think about the love of God. And I am saying it takes a level of relationship, a level of love to whereas you really love somebody else in the image of of how Christ loved the church per se. So I'm saying I have grown through <laughs> all. Say when you start to look alike, that level. <laughs> <up. laughs> I don't look like him. Well, we've heard. People say that, but yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. But I'm talking about when you really love to the point where, and I didn't love Jonathan to this point until after chaos happened, until yeah. after he which broke is, my heart. Which is necessary. After. Everything was shattered after I thought the world was going, my world was going to end. After after, I knew that I really could lose her. After I realized that she really doesn't need me like I thought and my ego was crushed. After I realized that she had the ability to control her destiny without me in the absence of me knowing that as strong as I want to pretend that I needed her. So our dependencies grew when we experienced heartbreak or we experienced our own level of, of I guess, awakening um, through through hurt. And I, I, it's, it's necessary. It's like you really have to go through pain in order to endure what you want to, what you think is love in a relationship. And some, I remember I saw a quote on Facebook that I really thought, was a, a misrepresentation of love. The quote said, love is not supposed to hurt. And I said, in what world doesn't love hurt? Even growing up, especially in the black home, you know, we were always taught, I beat you because I love you. <laughs> I, I discipline you because I love you. That and gets uh, controversial. No, hold on, no. I mean, yeah, it's get controversial because we're in 2020 where, you know, people seem like they have an all right in how you raise and rear your children, but that's not what we're talking about. As children... I, as a child, me, I hated that. I, how how do you love me and you beat me? Like I just didn't understand. I couldn't connect the dots with of of pain and love as a child. But as I grew up and I became an adult and having children of our own, I literally can understand the necessity of 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 loving someone and inflicting some of quote unquote pain at the same time because love hurts you don't want to discipline your child you re- to, to I ain't talking about beating them down I ain't no, talking about no, no extension cord I'm talking about pop pop yeah you know 
all that. Yeah. People will take that to the left end and yeah, start we're not talking nonsense. about that type. No. But the necessary rearing of a child that lets them know it's wrong to do this, and you're not supposed to. You're supposed to act accordingly and do this. And if they don't listen, then you may have to discipline them. And no parent wants to do that. But we understand the necessity of it. And because of it, they it, it develops character. You know, it develops integrity. Um, it makes sure that they're in tune with their conscience. And all these words I'm using is a part of being in love with your spouse or your mate. Like you have to have a level of consciousness between one another. You have to have integrity in a relationship. The relationship has to thrive and be built on character. But all of that is developed through love, which pain, which induces pain. And I can clear that up some. Go ahead. One thing that I learned about love, and maybe pain sounds a little harsh. But it's reality. But love is a humbling of, of yourself. It's a humbling of expectations. It's a... It's... It's so much, and I can best give it in the form of an example. Okay, I know Jonathan's not perfect. Jonathan know that I'm not perfect. Right. And we have this level of understanding that neither one of us are perfect. But even though we understand that, and we don't expect each other to be perfect, but when it comes to our feelings being hurt or something occurring or him making a mistake or even when I made my mistakes, we are we're so devastated that the mistake has happened right. oh how could you do this to me oh why would you have done that or you know the the types of things we say because we we're feeling some type of way and there's some pain that comes with it because our feelings are hurt but i said all that to say this it was my expectations that was crushed it was my feelings that were crushed even though i knew that he's not perfect and what love calls you to do is deny a level of yourself to see that person and understand that that person have their flaws and that person is trying just as well as you're trying and sometimes when our feelings are hurt it's hard to see people as people it's hard for people to realize that they're human they hurt too and that's one thing that I had to learn in my relationship I had put Jonathan on such a high pedestal because of all the years things were right. But at certain moments when things were wrong, it was like, how could you? I'm so hurt. Now I can't eat. I can't sleep. I'm this and I'm that. And I'm feeling this agony because my feelings are crushed. But I wasn't supposed to have that level of expectations anyway. Right. And so a lot of our pain and our emotional distress comes from these expectations that we put on one another as if that person <laughs> is not supposed to hurt you. Well, they would not be human if they did not hurt you. And it's up to us to deal with our hurt in a mature way mm -hmm. and understand that we have that capability to do the same, to do the same, same thing. thing, but we don't see it like that. And mm -mm. so therefore relationships then go into this tick for tat mode. You hurt me. Now I got to hurt, hurt you. you or I go in defense mode. Cause I know for me, and I don't mean to jump ahead of our podcast, but when Jonathan had an affair, Oh, in my mind, it was, I was done. Yeah, she was done. And even though, I don't have a revengeful character or or whatever, but at the same time, 
I had my emotions. I had my needs that I felt that should have been met. I, I took it all about me, but I didn't take the time to see his hurt or to seek why he did what he did or what he was going through. Because even though we're one on paper, but we're still individuals. And to understand what he was going through. And that took a level of love of me still, while I'm hurting, to still seek out what's the real issue. Yeah. What's underlying. And to give him a safe space. It took me some time now. It wasn't like, it wasn't right away. And we're still working on it. <laughs> trust me. It wasn't, it wasn't right away. But to love him for who he is and in his flaws. And to allow him to still have a safe place in me. And... What and that, that's like. how I learned to love him even more because I saw how vulnerable he could be and we had to help heal each other. Yeah. And that's something I still deal with. And that's going to be a whole conversation within itself because I really have to dive into that from my perspective because something that I struggled with, still struggle with and thank thankful that my wife gives me a safe space because of my struggle is understanding why I allow myself to go there and understanding what it is about this nature that men have that we try to hide from run from or not even consider that it is a problem because we're built that way um, it took me a while to say Jonathan, you really, you you really are messed up, and you have a problem, because um, uh, I I couldn't find out why, and I still don't know why, but there are things that I have accepted about what I did and why I did it, and that all has to do with the innate nature of a man. And it's really nothing more than a selfish decision that a man makes that has, and ladies, you got to hear me. Nothing to do with that us. That has nothing to do with y'all. Now, we can use the excuse, you wasn't doing A, B, C, and D. But when we actually perform the act, we're not looking for that woman to fill A, B, C, and D. We only are looking for them to fill one specific thing. And that's exactly what we go after. Mm. So we can't ever blame a woman. And a woman should never be able to say it's something that I did. But it's really more about the thing that's in us. And our selfishness and our decision. And I'm still gaining an understanding to that. And I'm still gaining... Uh, more clarity on that and as I go um, I have my wife and I have people that I can be vulnerable when I'm feeling like I'm getting weak and I say hey I'm having a moment check me because I, I need that because I understand exactly what my decision did um, I understand the amount of pain that it put on my wife and on myself and I understand the importance of what we're doing this we are building a family we are building generations we are we're, we're building legacy and i don't want that to be destroyed from one selfish act and one weak moment um because i can't get myself together mm. so that decision and that act made me reflect 
on myself and grow myself, do the work on myself so that when I give to this, this union, I'm giving all and I'm giving everything. Mm. Um, so Amy, we are, we, uh, we, we, we actually starting to, this, this was the introduction to the podcast. We'll be introduction, but we done tapping so many different yeah, topics we done, that we're going to talk into later. Yeah. And John does, I have to give a disclosure. He might give his own disclosure. Some of my views when oh, yeah. I talk about yeah. us ladies, <laughs> when I talk about us women, when I talk about us, Jonathan has no play, no nothing. It's my thoughts. Sometimes when I, when I talk, some people think that he's brainwashed me. Some people think that he coached me to say certain things. No. I have my own mind. You would see across our, as we talk dialogue, Jonathan and I do not share the same perspective on a lot of things. On a lot of things. But, women, <laughs> we the root. <laughs> Hey, this is her. Um, this is her. Um, this is not me. Of all evil. Yeah, this is her. <laughs> we say money is the root of uh, That money come from somebody's hand. <laughs> I think. That, uh, us women, our brothers, do they do their thing too. But our brothers are simple. Not simple like dumb. But they're simple. They're systematic. Pause. They're that's her view. That's my view. Real quick before I let her yeah. go. Brothers, we are dumb. I I'm guess, not saying dumb. Okay. As to, when I say simple, I wasn't okay. saying dumb. I okay. mean, we can map y'all out. That's how come we, we can be privatized and that's how we can figure out things about y'all. Because y'all, y'all just, I don't know. Y'all, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But us women, us women. I'm just I'm just gonna leave that right there. Yeah, it's a it's a devious. Lot, it's a lot to dive into. Deceitful. It's a lot to, <laughs> we sneaky. It's a lot to dive into, man. We we do some things, and how I know? Cause I one of them, and y'all come to me with that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we will, and I. And from a men's perspective, I have brothers that talk to me. Um, and we are smarter, Paulette. Yeah, y'all. Hey, and y'all watch her podcast too. She just started a YouTube yes. channel. And yes, shout out, Paulette. Paulette, what's your name? What's the name of it? So I can shout out the name of it. Please. But I can't remember. But yes, she has some great topics too. And um, yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say from my from my perspective, I have brothers that come to me and talk and ask questions all the time because you know they say yeah Jonathan I like what your family doing so forth and so on follow your family on social media or whatever and uh, the type of questions they ask based on the advice that they need is very questionable I guess <laughs> like, like bro like what's wrong with you but just keep asking just keep we asking want you to know keep asking but this is what I found out about us reason why we can't get right is because we have an unwillingness to work on ourselves and hold ourselves accountable. Us. Mm. I don't know if it's because of pride. Oh, she said the name. Uh, oh, Paul. It's Polly Paul, B Chronicles. Okay, Polly B Chronicles. Shout out. Follow Paulette. Yes, shout out to Polly B Chronicles. Um, we have an inability. I'm not going to say the inability. We choose not to hold ourselves accountable, and we choose to make excuses. 
Hey, and, family. And, and hey, and we choose to accept that that's just a man or that's just what a man does. Listen, we are evolving creatures. But y'all ain't like that by yourselves. And men, I get that. Y'all get that because... I know. I rest. No, I get that. We still got to do the work as men. Mm-hmm. And as men, we have to stop allowing the excuse of that's just how I am to be the end all be all. No, brother, you have to step up. And I'm speaking from a place of, of transparency. Somebody who's a flawed individual and have made mistakes and have learned from it and continue to allow myself to learn and how as hard as it is and as painful and as nagging as it is, I am willing to do the work. I don't put myself in predicaments or situations or environments that is going to be a trigger place for me. I am a man but who you has had to been, learn that. Though. And I had to learn that what that came from me making mistakes. And instead of running from it and instead of me saying that's just how I am. No, I had to do a hard check. And because I know I have certain triggers. Because I understand how flawed I am, and because I know that I really am a man and I love women, I don't put myself in predicaments or situations or environments for those triggers to manifest into actions. So when I talk to brothers, and I know that a brother is married, and say we getting off early, or nah, I won't put that out there like that. <laughs> Anyways. Instead of you going home, you go out. Why? I don't understand that. And people say, well, John, what's wrong with going out? Nothing's wrong with going out. But if you know you and I know you based on the conversations we had, you need to take your ass home. You need to go and sit down on the couch and pour up and watch a movie or some TV, put on Martin to do something. Why? Because you know you. That's the thing. They don't know them. Because they're not willing to do the work and admit to who they are. We men. We're flawed. And all it takes is for a door to be cracked. See, and we're going to bust I, it down. I can give a man a pass for that. Let me explain myself. No. They don't know them. So when you don't know yourself or you refuse to understand yourself and you refuse to evolve that is your fault but right. as women we know ourselves <laughs> <laughs> we know what we be doing we plot the whole setup mm. we mm. done we done calculate every move mm. we know what to wear mm. we know how to walk up and down mm. we hardly oh, yeah, my phone going there i got plugged in we plot all that we right. are so much more strategic and we make things happen see y'all do that to run from yourselves okay right we do that because we us <laughs> and i don't think i'm just saying us females calculate that and we set y'all up and we create environments for y'all to fall rather it's the woman you in a relationship with or it's the woman that sees or knows that you in a relationship oh so it's like that's how i was targeted um by the way uh, and didn't know no better because i'm i'm dumb and like then I think men when are. us women are desperate and i did use the word desperate for a reason we don't care 
if they're in a relationship or not because it's go back to selfishness it goes back to our needs in that moment and then it goes to us being plotful we're being strategic we can take him or he can be ours it's 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 so much in play and so that's why to me if you avoid yourself and you don't know yourself and you keep falling your slap on the wrist is find out who you are so you don't make that mistakes again but it's different when you're dealing with somebody who don't want to change and know that they're doing something bad Mm. you know i can give a little past ignorance ain't you know you can't excuse all ignorance but there's a little grace you give for ignorance right he didn't know better right it is his fault because he decided he didn't want to know better right but But to do it repeat yeah repeat offenders you know they you know but us women be repeat offenders too true you know because and just disclosure i'm a repeat offender by the way i'm a repeat offender on other stuff I, i i am i mean i i don't i don't mind sharing my 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 mess ups because it has made me the man and that I am, am and trying to grow into becoming. So I don't mind sharing that. And I honestly think that is where my strength lies because every time I share that I'm flawed in that way, I feel like I'm taking a part of my power back. And you should. You know, um, because of me knowing that I didn't give myself this nature, I was born into this nature. I don't know what it is when a woman walks by and she has a big behind. I want to look at it. You know, and I'm just being honest with you. Uh, what makes me want to go on Instagram and subscribe to all IG uh, thoughts and models? Yeah, because they don't come on my feed. You know, or you know, <laughs> but I'm I'm talking about the innate nature of a man. Women, or how we see it, are were built for us. And because there is an abundance, we feel like we're supposed to have all of them. It's just the God's honest truth. And if we can't, then we're going to indulge until we get, or we're going to get a someone that looks or reminds of us of Paulette that. Paulette said, right, but don't keep doing it because then it's a problem that needs a solution. Absolutely. You're absolutely. It always needs a solution. It, a- absolutely. But, and then, and, and I think in all honesty, sis, uh, that person, that brother that keep doing it, he is the problem. I just, I'm, I, I fail to believe that the problem is external. The problem is external. It's, it's all him, and that's why I was trying to say earlier, it's doing the work on him because something obviously is broken. Men need direction, and I honestly believe if because because of how men are built, we're we're built to be conquerors. We're built to be leaders. Period. But you can't conquer. You can't leave if you don't have direction. And y'all hunters. And and we're hunters as well. And if you know that your direction, because you have done a certain part portion of your life, and now it's time to start building for the future, and you want to invest in family, you want to find somebody to do life with, and now you're more towards legacy. You have kids. Your direction is now supposed to be geared toward making that situation whole. But men jump into that while they still have a portion of themselves they haven't worked out yet. So you hunting is natural. No, I understand hunting is natural. But once you have captured that one that you feel like you're supposed to be doing life and building legacy with. They don't capture that one first. No, that's not what I'm saying, babe. I'm talking about and I'm coming from my perspective. So I'm I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about the guys that are in. Committed relationships. committed relationships 
but don't know how to cut that part of themselves off uh -huh. because they have not dealt with themselves yet. And they do exactly what Paulette was saying. They keep making a mistake over and over and over again because they haven't addressed the issue within themselves. They're hiding from themselves and they're hiding from the truth about them. And the truth is we are nasty. <laughs> We're nasty. Men, we are nasty. And I'm in that clique. I'm in that group. We are nasty. And we have to identify that we are. Stop being pretentious and saying, oh, no, I don't look at other women. Oh, no, I don't desire to, to have sex with other women. I don't desire to step out on my wife. I'm a committed. Shut up. You're lying. You're, you're lying. I hate when men, and I, and I tell them to their face, and I have. And, you know, one of the brothers I actually did is I work with conversation uh came up and i'm always asked for my opinion and it was would you cheat on your wife and it was a group of, of men around the table and uh i said well i have and i still have desires to do it right now being a committed man in relationship and another, the other brother crossed with me he said i'll never cheat on my wife and i looked at him i said you're lying you're a freaking well, liar he just passed that point. no you are it's not he's been married for a year a year you're lying to yourself if you think that you don't have the ability don't worry, Paulette, to I cheat, oh no, she coming with that. Trust me, <laughs> you're lying to yourself as a man if you are denying the fact that you have the ability to cheat, or that you will never, never say never. You've never been put in a predicament strong enough that shuts down all your senses and forgets where home is for you to put the beauty to be vulnerable enough to do it. But I have. Don't ever say never, brother. Trust me. You have the ability to. And just because you haven't done it yet, don't mean that you're incapable of doing it. I think, in all honesty, we should just say it like this. I hope I never do. And I never want to hurt my wife in that way or put myself in that situation. And with that being said, I need to make sure I have accountability around me. And I need to watch my movements. But because I know of my nature and I accept it, yes, I do have the ability to do it. That's being honest with yourself as a man. That's true. Period. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of men lying to themselves. Stop lying to yourself. Yes, you do have the ability. I think they say that because they're not intending to That's and they delusional. know it's the right thing That's to delusional. Say. That's like you saying you being on a diet, but you making an excuse of why me. you eat. I'm talking about myself Don't too. Talk about I'm talking me about myself too. Diet that I struggling with. Me too. I'm girl. We fat together. <laughs> hey, we 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 died when we found out part of the vow said through th through Dude, our sickness and health through thick, thick and thin. And then we had the thick part right now, now, man. <laughs> Facts. So we loving each other through the thickness, cause uh, you know. Y'all know, you know, oh. I got a little curvature. I, which I love. Have mercy. I'm about to lose all of it. Have, and that's, I don't want it to go nowhere. Listen. I'm enjoying it. Have mercy. I don't mercy. like this dick part. I need to shed. I love it. Shed some weight. See this? You see this? I, I don't care about none of that. I'm I talking about the up. right areas. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. Nah. You was talking, you were going to talk about women. Listen, you I ain't got, got enough women. time. To dissect into our, I keep hitting this mic. Yeah, we gonna hit all that. And 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 the role that women play in that, I don't, I don't even want to get into that well, yet. Let let's let's save that for the whole. Let's conversation just now. save that for the whole conversation. But right. but um, us women are not 
Look at this. Are not are not uh, innocent. We are not guilt free, and maybe everybody don't fall in these categories. I don't know. And that, and that's what I, that's a disclaimer. As we we went way over time. This is already been forty five minutes. Y'all, this supposed to be an introduction. <laughs> um, let me make this disclaimer. We understand that we are not going to appeal to everybody, but the audience that we're reaching for, y'all know exactly who you are. We live our lives a specific way, and we know that we exed ourselves out of certain groups a long time ago. Ever since we came out of high school and decided to start and build a family, we started to carve ourselves out of certain groups. So we understand that we're not going to appeal to everybody, and that's fine. And everybody's not going to agree, and that's fine. Absolutely. What's your name? Say, we are not innocent. Girl, I'm telling you. Oh, I, re- I want. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I have seen and heard and participated to the point where. I feel bad for dudes. Dang. I, I do. And I understand. See, Jonathan's here so he can talk, you know, talk to the guys. And he's here and he is going to, you know, try to keep the brothers on the straight and narrow. But I'm here to talk to the ladies. Jonathan, Jonathan addressed the ladies too. Yeah. I don't address the men too much. But, yeah. but all I am going to say is this. Us ladies are the root. Of all they mess. Yes, they are responsible and yes, they have a mind of their own, but they can't do half the stuff they do without a consenting female. <laughs> they uh, can't even get away or whatever. It has to be rather the female was his mama, rather the female was his sister, rather his female was a wife, a friend. Or a whatever, or a random female in the street that just don't care. So, us women, men can do half the things that they that they get away with and do, if the woman, no matter who she is, isn't conducting herself a certain way. Yeah. If women had a higher expectation, oh man, of what they wanted in a man, if women had. A higher understanding of what to look for. If women knew the power that we possess in ourselves to navigate. Because he said himself that men need direction. But all direction for them do not come from men. It's a man that can teach him how to be a man. But it's us women Mm. that control the temperature. Mm. That controls the pace. Mm. That we just have so much to do with it. Mm. So yeah I get it. But if us women were on more one accord and did things a certain way, then our brothers would be without excuse for most of the stuff that go on. But we flimsy. Mm. We running out here being chicken heads. We want attention. We we just want somebody to love us for the night. We just trying to get by. We just need our quick forty dollars. So therefore. Men gonna continue to be men. Have mercy. So, but I'm gonna rest my case for y'all. Ban me before our <laughs> podcast starts. That's why but, we gave it a disclaimer earlier. But, this is all y'all. But um, my God, us I, us women. Let me let me, are, let me try cut in real but, quick. Uh, Shantanae had said something, and David had said something. What I missed? Um, Shantanae, the next episode. I'm honestly because we feel like we got so much to talk about. We may try and set one up tomorrow. Um. 
that'd be the first one. Uh, so, Tawana, if you're still watching, just we got to keep talking. We've been talking too long. We may have to set this thing up for tomorrow. And then we're going to try to do one every week. And to David, this is the introduction to the podcast. Yeah, girl, the $40. <laughs> <laughs> it's the introduction to the podcast. Uh, we decided to go live. $40. Um, to, uh, to, you know. To give y'all, let y'all know what's yeah. going on. I'm going to be sending out a link once I uh, fully put out the YouTube. The name of the podcast is Love Life Legacy with Jonathan and Eva Singleton. Um, I think it's going to be great. This is the beginning of many things. It's the beginning of a book. It's the beginning of just us just 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 doing the things that we have done in the background for so long. Like yeah. I said, we've been talking about Marilis. I didn't see that she came on, but Marilis been wanting us to start a podcast since Clarksville. And it's just it's just so much that come in the way. And we're ready, honestly, we're just ready to walk in our purpose. We, we know that we are people people. We know that we, we empower. Yeah. We know that you know it's just the we know the drawing power and the whatever it is that's in us we want to be able to give to others and, and we've all we've always collectively been people that likes to give ourselves and pour out we've never been the type to be hoarders or be selfish oh thanks david we've always liked to give out because that's how much we just love people so this is a part of us contributing to the world and trying to walk into walking our purpose at the same yeah. time so and who knows where it's going to take us man but we're going we diving into this thing we're talking about youtube page we're talking about really getting this format um together professionally so we can put it on all podcasting platforms um you know we're, we're talking it's about not gonna be all over the place like we did today today we just gave a smorgasbord of <laughs> all kinds of stuff yeah. just to give y'all a snippet of what we're talking about and to let you know how authentic our conversations are going to be yes so once we put the link out there just share it you know Please. like it throw us topics that y'all want to hear about when we do go live and we want to bring somebody on just be willing to talk or however um i just think it's going to be great yes so we love y'all this is the we first of many and uh we look forward to more conversations to come. Yes. Jayla has said that she um, she said, will you guys create a flyer to share? Yes. Our oldest, if y'all don't know, she does. Can I say edits? Yeah, well, she, she does like, video this, edits. The whole graphic and, thing yeah. is. I, I forgot her. What's her name? Whatever her name is. That's bad. But I should know it by <laughs> talk. But it's in cursive. And I think I'd be pronouncing it wrong. But Jayla's going to do us a little edit. Y'all going to like it. It's going to be great. We try to empower our kids, too, and have them and try to encourage them to walk in their gifts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have the best of both worlds and both parents. We have the professional student, like I like to call her. Um, my wife is highly educated, and I will boost her up because we do this to our own selves, and we both do this. But we try to downplay ourselves, but then the other one will boost, boost it up. My wife is highly educated, highly intelligent. I envy I her. I know how to read. I envy her ability <laughs> to go to school and do what she has done she is in a doctorate program right now at walden university mm -hmm. she has a master's degree from uh the citadel mm -hmm. three professional certificates from the citadel she's accomplished the bachelor's she's done all of this while being pregnant almost <laughs> the entire life. life of our marriage <laughs> um, she's done it while having to deal with me and put up with all my bs being a mother, being a wife, and still accomplishing all that. 
that is to be envied in my mind. I mean, I, I hit the jackpot. I have uh, uh, discovered gold in this woman that. here. Um, and, and on my side, I'm really just a blue-collar worker. My husband has been a government contractor for years. He did four tours overseas as a contractor working on the MVAT vehicles. He's an electronic technician by trade, and he basically taught himself he is brilliant. He is an awesome, awesome, awesome communicator. He is just empowering. He is the reason why I'm able to accomplish all that I have had. Such a real support system. And I wouldn't get all the accolades that he gave me if it wasn't for him. So, yes, he bigs me up. But I couldn't be and do what I have done without him. So, I give him... I, I give I give it to him. This he, is why we complement well, each other so well. Just quickly, so how I got my degrees. So when I got pregnant, my first year in college, I was going to South Carolina State University. I got pregnant. We weren't married yet. I did not want to have a baby because I already knew that I wanted to be this business entrepreneur. I already knew where I wanted to go, and a baby was not it. Jonathan made a promise to me at 17 years old. I sure did. And he said, if you trust me and you keep this baby, I promise you'll be able to finish school. <laughs> I do I remember said, that. Ugh, I do. I don't know if I can trust you. So I talked to my mom. I said, Mom, Jonathan said X, Y, and Z. My mama said, you finish school. And if he doesn't hold up his end of the bargain... Me and Mima, which is John the Mama, we'll make sure you get to where you got to go. And I never had to rely on my mom to that extent because Jonathan stayed. He didn't. He tried to go to school, but because he was the primary breadwinner, he couldn't have. So he, he got credits and he tried to keep going back. But where our family took and he traveled, he couldn't do it. But he always made sure, and we had more children after that. As you can tell, we got five. But he always made it sure I was able to accomplish my educational aspirations because I literally gave my life away so that he could have the family he desired. So that's how I am able to do that because of what he has done. He could have left me high and dry. I could have been the typical baby mama that just fell for it. I could have done all that. And so I really genuinely thank him. So when he gives me the big ups for having all of this, I couldn't do it with five kids without him. So in our family. Oh, tearing up a little bit over here. Just a little bit. Mm, just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. So that's that. So you guys, it's been great. It's been great. We didn't plan. We literally thought we was gonna give an introduction video, and that was it. But we gave so much of our lives and just already. We have already. so much more to get. Eh, who crying? You are not crying. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, so much more to come. I wish everyone well. Have a happy Saturday. Oh, thank you, Paul. Thank you. We appreciate it. And um, just be great. And remember to love life and just build a legacy. legacy. Love you guys. Love y'all. Peace. Bye.